0: Hey, so this is the Random Ryan Podcast. I'm your host, Random Ryan. So today, I want to talk about love. Is it a choice, and whether or not it's possible to truly love two different people at the same time? All right, let's dive in. So, the clinical definition of love is an intense feeling of deep affection. But I think we all know that love isn't that simple So explain or easy to describe. It's an emotion. Which means it's better described subjectively. You know, like... Most of us define love through our natural instinctive state of mind derived through our circumstances and relationships with others. Meaning we basically describe it differently based on what we've been through. Our perspective of it. No one size fits all answer. If I interviewed 100 people and ask them to describe what love is, I'm willing to bet I'd get a different description almost each time. And in knowing that actual truth, I wonder how a person could feel that it's not possible to love two people intimately at the same time. And don't get me wrong, I'm not saying that them feeling that way is wrong, but I hear people take that particular stance on the topic and wonder how they could have that perspective knowing that any true definition of the word love is so instinctively subjective and complex as to actually, probably, be better clinically defined as ambiguity rather than the dry blanket definitions we find in dictionaries and such. Like, you know, did that make sense? Like, because when you really think about it, one could argue that the definition for ambiguity is a better actual definition for the clinical definition of love than the actual definition for the word love is. <laughs> like, did that make sense? Like, like uh, knowing what we all instinctively know to be true about the word love and how it makes us feel, you know what I mean? Like, what would be a more realistic definition of it? Like, so, I don't know about you, but love embodies a bunch of different feelings, you know what I mean? Like, Clinical definition is an intense feeling of deep affection. So if you didn't know what love was and I told you, like, okay, it's an intense feeling of deep affection, you know, like, that's the clinical blanket definition that we can all probably agree isn't the best definition and not even close to an accurate description of it, you know what I mean? But what if I told you what we just discussed in the opening segment, like, Love. It's open to more than one interpretation, having multiple meanings. You know what I mean? What if I told you that was the definition, which is actually the definition for ambiguous? Is that not a better description of love than the actual definition of it is? You know what I mean? Like, and if that's the best way to define that word, how could someone reasonably answer no to the topic of our discussion? Is it possible to truly love two different people intimately at the same time? Like I know a lot of women going to say no, but I mean, not that they're wrong or whoever says no is wrong, but just food for thought. I I think people say no to the question because they kind of set in what they believe and what they think love is and that's not wrong, but maybe you never looked at it from a different point of view. So that's basically just what it is you know, what the podcast is about. So, like, you know, like, if the best way to describe love or a better way to describe it is open to more than one interpretation, multiple meanings, like, which I'm sure, you know, like, I I can't imagine a person that just love is one feeling, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's only an intense feeling of deep affection. I mean, it is that, but it's much more. It's open to more than one interpretation. It depends on so much, like, about that person, what it is to them. You know what I mean? But, like, I don't know. I think we argue or evaluate the discussion of love and how we apply and experience it from a distorted perception of what the true meaning of it really is. Like, yeah, that's what I think, which is another reason I wanted to talk about it, actually, to kind of bring light to the possibility that maybe we have a deep-seated, flawed example of comparison. We grow up believing the description of love that seems way more black and white than it is, and maybe through that generally accepted perception, we kind of subconsciously misevaluate, assess, expect, and accept a misrepresented idea of what that word should mean and look like in reality. Like, case in point, how it makes us feel. It's just one simple emotion that embodies all that love is or, as I said before, like, is it more than that? You know what I mean? Like, uh, you know, because we grow up, you know, you see the Zales and Jared commercials, and, you know, you get an idea of, what it should look like, you know what I mean? And a lot of us make that decision on, like, okay, well, when I fall in love, this is what it should look like, this is what it should feel like, like, this is what, if this happens, then I know it's not love or I'll feel like it's not love, you know what I mean? Like, and, yeah, it just goes back to what I'm saying. Like, say the definition of love instead of being the clinical definition of itself An intense feeling of deep affection, which it is, but is that the only thing you feel when in love? Nah, you know that. No better. Like, say, yeah, instead, the definition, it was the definition of ambiguous, like open to more than one interpretation. And we asked ourselves this question of being able to love two people intimately at the same time, would our answers then still be the same? Like... If you begin this podcast feeling like the answer to that question is no, would a more realistic definition of what the true meaning of the word is possibly change your perception? Like I say, no right or wrong answer, just food for thought, so to speak. Like and so we look at more in-depth logical definitions of the word and the emotion. Uh but they uh they say when you love someone, don't think twice before giving up something you like to make them happy in a relationship both partners should give and take to keep the love alive a healthy relationship is one where you don't mind letting go of some of each other's needs to accommodate those of your partner and i get that that's part of it that's part of part of it you know what i mean but like that doesn't cover the full spectrum either but like That seems to be a broader, more relatable blanket description of it. But even with that as an accepted, reasonable definition, would it be impossible to experience those emotions and act accordingly with two different people simultaneously? You know what I mean? Like, could you not feel that way? Because, I mean, basically we're talking about compromise, you know. What that was basically saying is you compromise. Would it not be possible to do that with two people? Now, that's not saying it will last or be easy to do or even be the right thing to do. My question is simply, is it possible? And if you think not, why? Like, scientifically, love breaks down as a series of chemicals released in the brain, which, on the most basic level, is actually the most accurate description of it. Like, you see or meet someone, your brain releases oxytocin vasopressin, and dopamine, which in turn causes a chemical reaction we call emotion, producing a multitude of feelings included, but not necessarily limited to trust, belief, and pleasure. Add a little serotogenic signaling, stir it all together, and voila, love. (laughs) Easy, right? I mean, if you look at it from a purely scientific perspective, that's love in a nutshell. So imagine this, imagine if we grew up with simply the scientific definition and commercial propaganda of love, what it is and what it should look like, then I'm sure if you sit back and think about it, the answer to the topic might be easily uncomplicated, yes, maybe, you know, I'm not saying, yeah, it might be, it'll be easier to look at it, you know, scientifically, I'm like, yeah, yeah, I get it. But, but then, you know, instead of blaming it on the alcohol, when we cheated on the love, when to did something outside of the socially accepted ideals of what love is and should look like, we could just blame it on science. I mean, scientifically, we were in love when we cheated or whatever happened, happened, right? But we all know on a human level, it's definitely not that simple. It's more a mixture of chemical reactions in your brain and how you respond to it when it happens. Like anything, like most things, but... Yeah, unlike most things, I hear like a lot of answers or ideals that I just question, you know, not that they're wrong or right, but just wonder if before those ideals were made or formed, like, did they consider something else? And that goes back to what I said earlier. Those things will be determined by your perspective and personal views on love, what it is And how you perceive once the science happens. And I also wonder is love a choice? I hear people say that you choose to love. Can you choose to love someone? Like, no right or wrong answer, you know. But is it a feeling you experience based on things about that person, place, or thing that you can't control? I sometimes wonder if I've told myself I loved a woman just because I was attracted to her. I wanted things to work and operate on that level of emotional, intimate connection, you know, like I wanted it to work, so I wanted to believe you know, I fell in love, flat over hills, didn't have a choice. But when things didn't work out, I wondered if maybe it was only infatuation mixed with lust, you know what I mean? Like, hindsight, you know, and if you know, whatever that feeling was in that moment, it was that. But like going through the relationship, you wonder like, was that that feeling? Was that love, or was it infatuation mixed with lust, or a desire to be accepted by that person, or maybe just simply not rejected by them, or both? You know what I mean? Like I've wondered those things when I've thought about them. Like, but is it a choice we make? And if so, why? I'm sure a lot of us have had the. Uh, the love at first sight experience where you see someone and instantly feel whatever your perceived definition of the word at that time is. But is it love we experience or attraction mixed with other emotions masquerading as love? Because if it's the latter, then yeah, we see someone feel that attraction and through interaction, make a conscious decision to quote unquote, love them. But if it's something beyond our control, truly genuine love at first sight experience is a choice still is the choice not still ours like could you fight that feeling like say for instance like think about this say for instance you just went through a horrible breakup or divorce and decided for various reasons that you were through with love and serious intimate relationships but at some type of party or social gathering, you saw someone and the love first sight effect hit you like one of Cupid's arrows right in the chest. Knocks you flat off your proverbial feet <laughs> You know. But you decide to stick to your guns, so to speak, and avoid any interactions or situations that could cultivate that feeling and lead to an intimate relationship, like you fought it. Now, we sure you understand the question. You experienced a feeling of love, but you chose not to act on it. So the question, I guess, is not did you act on it when you felt it, but did you feel it at all? And could you choose not to feel it? Could you, in that moment, choose not to love? Is love a choice? And choice is defined as an act of selecting or making a decision when faced with two or more possibilities, So for the people that say you can't choose who you love, I'd have to wonder how they're defining choice. You're basically saying you couldn't choose not to love that person or people, like if it was two, You know, like did you feel love as we can define it in all of its complexity and ambiguity? You know what I mean? Or can you choose not to feel it? Could you, in that moment, make a conscious decision to not feel that emotion? i I don't know about that that's hard. that' take like, like ninja monk type <laughs> experience. I don't know maybe it's possible, but you know I don't think you could choose not to feel it, but I don't know. I like to hear other people's perspective. That's what it's all about, but not did you feel it and decide not to act on it. We all could do that, I believe, but could you in that moment, make a choice to not feel love? Is love a choice? Is it that the act of loving embodies the definition as much as the emotional feeling it does? And if you could fight it, would it then still be considered what we define as love? Like, you know, if you can't fight love, but you fought that, then was that love? (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, it's crazy when you really think about it, man. Like, I mean, in my personal experiences. I think I've made a conscious choice to act on the feeling of love as we've defined it so far throughout this episode, uh, You know, open to interpretation, having more than one meaning. But I don't think I've ever been able to make a conscious effort to not have the feeling itself. Like, I think only robots and computers have that ability so far as it exists in reality. That's just my personal opinion. So from my perspective, feeling love is not a choice, but possibly acting on that feeling may be, you know what I mean? Like, and I speak to the person, you know what I mean? Like some people are impulsive. I get impulsive about a lot of things, like, and yeah, so sometimes it feels like I had no choice, like, but yeah, being impulsive would make you feel that way, but, uh, I think the ability to do so or choose not to depends, yeah, on the person, what they're going through, and other emotions they may be experiencing at that particular time. But I would love to hear from those with the opposite perspective of love being a choice. It would be interesting to hear them explain that kind of process and reasoning. It fascinates me, you know? I wonder if those of you that think love is a choice you have control over have ever really considered the reality of that ideal from the perspective I'm putting out there right now. Like, did you choose to love? Was it destiny, fate? If you believe in destiny, soulmates and fate, is it hypocritical to believe you had a choice in the matter? You know what I mean? Like, can you believe you choose who you love, but at the same time, that destiny decides who you end up in love with? Can both of those ideals be true at the same time? Because I've heard people say, yeah, like, yeah, it was destiny. But, yeah, like, I've heard people say both of those things, and those are the things I've wondered when I've heard it. Like, hold on, you just said, you know what I mean? Like, can love be a choice, but it also be one's destiny to end up loving a certain person or people? And if it's your destiny to be with that person, can you choose not to? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, or do you really feel like you have absolutely no say in the matter? Can both of those things be true simultaneously? Because once again, I've heard, you know, in my life, people with, yeah, that say those things, like feel that way and maybe not even realize it, but I'm not even sure I've ever pointed it out to a person, but yeah, I've heard those things. Like, and those are the things I wonder when people say that love is a choice, But I guess in order to come up with an absolute answer to those questions, you have to have a clear personal definition of those two words. What is love? What is choice? And if fate, destiny, karma, and soulmates are a real thing, we also have to look at how much those beliefs affect our perceptions and definitions of the two, like love and choice. As I always say, I don't think there's a completely right or wrong answer, just maybe more accurate perceptions and deeper understanding on the topics and questions. But all of it is just things I wonder and would love to have more perspective on. I do know this, love is an unavoidable emotion and without it, I hate to think what the world would be like. These are crazy times we're living in. So if you do have someone you love and you know loves you, cherish that. And I hope that after listening to this, you may on your own find a better understanding of what your definition of love is and have a better experience of that fun, crazy, painful, happy, and sometimes sad emotion. This is the Random Ryan Podcast. I'm your host, Random Ryan. Till next time, take care of each other and be happy and love like there's no tomorrow, whatever your definition of it may be.